Hello. I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm currently on hold. Um, trying to sort out something to do with my council tax. So I thought I'd kill some time and carrying where I left off with the podcast because the other day I um, decided to listen to the rest of, well, not the rest of it, to part of it. And um, I never, oh, hello. So yeah, nothing but professionalism here. Um, yeah, I, I never got around to recording it, so I've got some notes. Um, yeah, I uh, hope you're doing well. Hope this is the intro of the podcast. Um, this podcast is called Bad Book Club. My name is James Hunt. You obviously know that because hopefully you've listened to every other one of them. Because it gets a bit... The story is, like, so far of this book, Gump and Co., I've decided it's like a child has written it. It's like, I'm pretty sure he's going to be an astronaut soon. I don't even know if he... He might have been one in the film. Or that might be another um, Tom Hanks movie. I'm pretty sure it is. But it's like a child's written it. It's like, and then, and then, and then, and then... So yeah, I'm going to um, title this one, and then, because this is one of the points. Oh, shut the hell up. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a long way, so, on, whilst I'm on hold. So yeah, I just feel entirely, and then, and um, yeah, this is, like, it was confusing me. It was making me feel really fucking stupid, because it's like, I don't understand what's going on right now. I have no idea what the fuck's going on in this book. And this book is fucking stupid. It's read in a stupid fucking voice. And, but I don't get it too. So am I dumb? Am I stupid? But no, it's definitely because the book's stupid. So, cool. Let's see what you guys think of it. And let's dive into um, Gump and Co. Yeah, part four. So yeah, um, don't know if you remember last episode... He was um, inventing a new Coke, titled New Coke, um, with a random guy that he just met who was, um, God damn it, I'm probably going to, yep, yep, I don't even know if you can hear this, but there's an automated thing just reminding me that I'm still on hold. Um, don't you think that just every dickhead, like, the like, the ones that you don't really want to... Like, you don't want to be on hold for anyone. But, like, anything to do with, like, the council or anything you just don't want to give your money to and you think it's really fucking savage. It's always music like this. Like, old-timey, proud-to-be-fucking-English-British fucking music. But anyway, uh, Forrest Gump, just, he's working for Coca-Cola, creating new Coke... Um, because he was um, selling an encyclopedia to uh, a horny old lady and she wanted to get him alcohol but he didn't want to get drunk because he was working and um, so he had a coke, coke tasted shit, put a bunch of stuff in it because that's normal. Uh, one thing led to another, he's in the bedroom of this woman's house and then um, the person who lives also lives here, her husband comes home and he's like, why is the coke so nice? And yep, here we go again.
Yeah. So basically, um, yeah, the guy doesn't question why he's in the room with her. He thinks that she, he's a misuse. Um, they try and figure out how, uh, he all he cares about is how the why the, his new coke will taste like shit. How they say so many times um, tastes good. So yeah, have and then um, he takes him to coke headquarters because he can't figure out because he's fucking for his gum. He's a fucking idiot. And then um, they he thinks he figured it out. He just pretends he has. Obviously he doesn't. And they have a big. They don't test it or anything. They don't do like a fucking a survey with anyone. They just fucking have a party straight away because Forrest Gump liked it, and everyone goes mental. They, um, the old lady who he um, nearly slept with or gave a back massage had her dress ripped off. There was looting in the streets. Things were on fire, and um, yeah, so he jumped on a train, and then someone was on the train, and basically. Because this is this book's really lazy and really fucking dumb. They don't want to introduce any new characters, any strong new characters. So yeah, it's just Lieutenant Dan who's in the first movie. One second. Now you maybe even notice the clicking's gone. So yeah, um, that's gone now. So yeah, basically, um, Forrest Gump jumps on the train, and then Lieutenant Dan's there, obviously. But he looks like a hobo. Um, and then, let's look at my notes. So yeah, I think maybe I mentioned in the last one that he um, ends up sleeping rough outside the White House. And you've guessed it. The White House is involved in this. So they camp for the night and then um, Gump finally checks in on his son. He's fucking like, finally does it. Hasn't even, t- I think he told the grandmother about the coke ordeal and what he's up to now and she sounded confused. So he'd ring again the next day. One second. That everybody, um, I just had to do some shoot. Um, so we do it around here, it's very, very laid back. So, yeah, they're camping outside the White House, and uh, sorry, I've lost my notes and all the life admin shit. Two seconds, probably put some music here. Cool. <sighs> Lieutenant Dan, LD as I like to call him, ends up having an argument with a Marine and they're both sticking each other's finger out at each other like like people do people argue like that? Do people just just like whilst arguing just stick their finger up at someone? Constantly, does that really? Why the whole time is that what you do? Um, and then LD makes Gump like fight for him. He's like, "Well, if you're gonna attack me, Mister Marine Man, um, Gump's gonna fight you." And five minutes, uh, oh no! And then immediately in, like, just before the fight, obviously, 
the character playing the Marine recognises Forrest Gump from back in the day from the original movie. What a surprise. Five minutes later, um, after recognising him. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I keep skipping ahead. I'm going to wrestling tonight. I'm, I'm thinking ahead. I'm thinking about the dreams of watching men and women fight on stage but not actually hurting each other. I can't wait. Um, yeah, basically, two minutes into it, the Marine offers him a job. An extra five minutes, um, Gump is all shaved and in a smart uniform again, obviously. Um, uh, basically, he's the Marine guy, I think. Remember, I listened to this a few days ago. The Marine guy um, talks about cleaning and he's got to be clean for now on because he works at the White House, by the way. Um, and he mentions that he should spit shine his ass if he has to. Um... His new job is something secret, obviously. I think it's the... Might be the, No, it's definitely the second time he's had a secret job. Um, ten minutes. So, seven minutes. Ten minutes later now. Um, so, 17 altogether. He's meeting the president. Um, this is his job now, meeting the president. Um, the Marine and the president start scheming. Um... The, I think the Marine's Ronald Reagan. Not the Marine, the President's Ronald Reagan. So, um... God damn it. Two seconds. Yeah, the Marine's Ronald Reagan. So, um... No, fuck. The President's Ronald Reagan. I'm so sorry. Maybe I'll take a break. I'm gonna take a break. Two seconds. Forrest Gump is a classic film and one of my personal favourites. Released in 1994, it tells the story of a slow-witted, naive but good-hearted man who witnesses, and in some cases influences, some of the defining events of the latter half of the 20th century. In this list, we'll be showing you five things you probably didn't know about Forrest Gump. Number 5. It's hard to imagine Forrest Gump being played by anyone other than Tom Hanks. In fact, John Travolta was the first choice but turned the role down. Bill Murray and Chevy Chase were also considered. However, Winston Groom, the author of the source novel, envisioned John Goodman as the perfect Forrest Gump. Number 4. The famous bench Forrest Gump sits on at the bus stop was actually sold at auction. In 2013, it managed to sell for a cool $25,000. The bench, in fact, wasn't the only prop from the movie that has sold. The Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. hat worn by Forrest in the movie also sold at auction for a whopping $11,000. Number 3. In the film, Forrest and his best buddy Bubba planned to open up a shrimping company. Unfortunately, Bubba died, but Forrest still went ahead and opened up the company. The fictional company named Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. has broken the fourth wall and is now an actual restaurant chain. With over 39 locations around the world including many states in America, London, Hong Kong, Hawaii and Japan. Fans of the film can dine in a Forrest Gump themed restaurant and enjoy dishes named after characters from the movie. Number 2 During all the ping pong scenes it looks like Tom Hanks can really play well. As it turns out, in all the ping-pong scenes, the ball is CGI, meaning Tom Hanks isn't a ping-pong master. 
This shouldn't really come as a surprise as the film is known for its special effects, such as pasting Tom Hanks into famous archive footage. Number 1 in the scene when Forrest Gump talks about the Vietnam War, the microphone is disconnected and the audience cannot hear what he said. What he actually says is, Sometimes when people go to Vietnam, they go home to their mamas without any legs. Sometimes they don't go home at all. That's a bad thing. That's all I have to say about that. And on that note, that's all we have to say about Forrest Gump. Thank you for watching and if you have a video idea why not leave a comment below and if we make it we'll give you a big shout out. Don't forget to give this video a big thumbs up and subscribe for more awesome daily lists of all things 5. This is all 5 and until next time, feed your mind. And I'm back. So... Yeah, where was I? Oh, I couldn't figure out which one was Ronald Reagan. It was definitely the president. The president was Ronald Reagan. Um, sorry, two seconds, just finding my notes. I just sat down and turned on the podcast. So, yeah, they're talking to Ronald Reagan. The guy's scheming. And he is... Go on here. They start scheming, um, they talk about like something to do with hostages, I'm not going to lie. I think Gump was meant to be zoning out, and so was I. Um, yeah, Gump's not listening, he starts thinking about um, Sue. And also, another thing, um, the president is apparently prone to falling asleep, so the Marine always has a feather in his pocket to wake him up. So that's dumb. They end up talking about TV quite a bit. Because um, it's Forrest Gump. Like, what else does he talk about? And they, they relate. They go back and forth. Him and the president talk about TV. Um, so I think the job's going well. Um, LD uh, goes to the hospital because I think he's got like lung cancer or something. They keep saying that his chest hurts. And like, um, like Jenny or Ginny. She um, she dies for no reason, and obviously, I think um, the, the thing shadowing it is like she might have AIDS, so I reckon he might have cancer. I don't know. They didn't really explain much. And then, um, long story short, well, just like the book, they just snap, and it's they're going to Iran and to see the Ayatollah, and I don't know who the Ayatollah is. I didn't even Google it. I feel like an idiot. This is the at the point where I was like, am I as stupid as Forrest Gump? Um, they have to like talk about like some hostage like hostage fit, like um I think there's hostages there and they need to like compromise some agreement. Um Gump keeps calling the Ayatollah the I told ya. So we're gonna call him that for now on. They organise the release. Um tension builds between the I told ya and the Marine. So Gump tells a joke. Oh yeah, thank God I've written it down. It's about a drunk, dr a drunk driving down a one-way street. Oh yeah. So, you ready? So a drunk, he just asked that I tol told you this. Um, did you ever, have you heard about the guy who drunk drive, drove down a one-way street? And he's like, what? He's like, 
the police pulled him over and he said, did you see the arrows? And then the drunk guy says, the arrows, I didn't even see the Indians, but I've written Native Americans. But yeah, that joke happened. They end up swapping hostages for missiles. Oh, yeah. I'm missing a key point. The Ayatollah um, ends up loving Gump because he thinks he's funny and chill. So um, Gump organizes them swapping missiles for hostages. So another reason why Forrest Gump is an absolute dick. Um, Gump thinks he's got a job now. It's fine. But he doesn't know when he's getting paid like normal. Um, He ends up checking in on little f- oh on LD sorry and he's like where have you been you asshole and then they make small talk um takes down for ice cream because they don't sell obst- uh, oysters so they go for ice cream apparently I think o- oysters are his favourite uh what's going to happen to us Dan complains about his life a bunch um, how he misses everyone. He sounds very depressed. Um, they start talking about the missiles and stuff, and even though it's top secret, it tells LD everything. Um, then you find out that the basically the missiles have got to Iran, but no hostages have been uh, given back to the United States or something. I've written brackets. I'm scared. Basically, the idea is going very wrong. Uh, uh, Gump explaining politics was very, very painful. Um, somehow they get to court. Uh, Gump calls the judge an asshole. And then the guy who, um, the Marine, blames it on Forrest Gump, unfortunately. And then, um, but, but yeah, so Forrest Gump's still sleeping in a tent, which is dumb. Isn't he working at the White House, but he's still sleeping in a tent outside. Um, so he can't sleep. So he uh, goes to um, the Lincoln Memorial and the ghost of uh, Ginny comes back, or Jenny, sorry. And she's like, you've done it again, Forrest. And she shakes her head, a dead, stupid head. Um, so, yeah, basically, long story short, Forrest Gump is talking to a ghost and he um, sold arms for hostages. So, like, weapons for hostages. Which is mental. This doesn't happen in the film. Or I can't imagine if there was a second film, this wouldn't happen. Then she, the ghost turns into mist. Um, he's still living outside. Ends up in court. The person who does the voice of the lawyer is very horrible. Um, and he lies a bunch. He tells him he doesn't know anything. Then they talk about what the president likes on TV because that's the only fucking conversation he had with him. He thinks like guerrilla warfare actually means fucking gorillas. Um, now he's in prison with a forger, a dynam- dynamite bomber, and a child molester. 